0: I'm legit still embarrassed buying like tampons and- No way. I am, I send in my husband to do it. You make Adam buy your tampons? I do. Isn't that more embarrassing? <laughs>
1: Well, hey, guys, welcome back to period sis. Before you start this week's episode, please do not forget to subscribe, rate and review over on Apple podcast app. It is a way to get us charting and show your support for the show. I am not on my period today, but fun fact, your voice changes on your period. So, yes, if you have been waiting for it, it only makes sense that we have a full episode on periods the miseducation of them, and the need for educating more women and men about that time of the month. Of course, there's a ton of euphemisms. We say Aunt Flo is coming to town. We say it's the time of the month. And as you guys know, I have been a little, I want to say iffy. I'm not sure if there's some trauma there. But if you know me and you've listened to a few episodes of me over on Horrible Decisions... I am not here for the blood, okay? I luckily am joined this week by a wonderful guest to discuss the stigma surrounding periods, not only in our culture, in society, and even more so recently, pop culture. Ladies, mothers specifically, If you do have children, we do discuss how to have the period talk with your daughters, but also how important it is to also have it with your sons. So go ahead, sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation this week with Chelsea Von Chaz. I'm so excited to have her. It's another tale of womanhood for women by women. I'm excited for this episode because if y'all look at the name and the cover art, there's a little droplet, right? And it's red, right? And of course, that is from what many of us have been getting for um, probably the majority of our lives, unless there's a reason we don't have a period, of course. And I am joined today by Chelsea Von Chaz, who is the founder of Happy Period and board member of Period Equity. Hi, Chelsea. Hey, girl. Hey, what's up? (laughs) I'm excited to have this conversation because, listen, I ain't going to hold you, right? I'm one of those that will admit that when I have my period, I still don't want to look down at the blood. So (laughs) I'm like, trust me, I'm one of those and I'm almost 30 and that is how I'm still feeling. But I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Can you let my audience know before we get into this exactly what you do, what is your foundation?
0: What like, what is your job? Oh, man, my job is to educate people on menstrual health. And the whole purpose of that or the point of that is to normalize folks having a period and, you know, just the whole process, because it's quite normal. It's just like sex and death and birth and poop in blood. <laughs> but um, we just, just make don't. It nasty. We, yeah, it was like making nasty. We just we just don't talk about it. But yeah, my my organization is called Happy Period. I started it with my mama. We uh, started off just distributing peer products to people, to folks in need, folks who are experiencing homelessness who, or who have low income. Um, and then we uh, kind of like ventured off into more of the the uh, public health and education direction, um, because we started getting requests from schools, like schools saying like, Hey, we don't have free pads for our students. or we don't have a nurse's station. You know how, like you go to when you're in elementary school and you used to have to go to the nurse. If you, you know, you got your it, period and you didn't have anything, and it's yeah. crazy that you say that because
1: I've known friends that, yes, I was at a school that didn't. And so they had to get picked up from their parents. Yes. Like, yes. Like, because they messed up their know clothes. They, yeah. And yeah. they can't finish and they can't finish going to their classes. So I do. I want to start there if we can. Yeah. Let's bring it back to elementary or middle school for some. What yeah. do you have an experience? Because you said you do this with your mom. What was
0: your experience with getting your period? Uh, for me, I was prepared. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I had a whole squad, grandmama, auntie, mama, my dad, like everybody prepped me for my period. Um, I would say the MVP though, was definitely my a uh, 5th grade teacher her name was Miss Lucy Jackson R.I.P because she did pass like 2 years ago um wow. but Miss Miss Jackson was dope because like she you know gave me the period talk before I got my period and she told she used to actually have like pads in her drawer like a drawer that she had in her desk and that's what she would tell us like hey if you need a pad or something like you could just go into my desk and and grab it and let us know. And then she also gave us kind of like these like not necessarily like hand signals, but we kind of like had certain things that we she taught us. So that way, like if she was teaching and something just happened and somebody just had to go to the bathroom, it wasn't just like a weird like somebody just get up out of their desk and just go. Like we could like look at her and give her like a hey, I need to go to the bathroom. My here. just can't. she yeah. is a real one. She was like really cool. And so I remember when it finally did come. I was at home when it came. So, you know, uh, uh, I just told my mama, and she was like, "Okay, go get a go put a pad on." I was like, "Nah, sis, I'm gonna go take a shower." So <laughs> I went and took a shower, and you know, so I had a good experience at home. But I remember like Monday came, and I was like, "Miss Jackson, I got my period." She was like, "Oh my god, congratulations! Welcome!" Like <laughs> she was like so into it. So yeah, um, I think that's just so super important though, like because she was an ally. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't make it like, "Oh, this is weird. This is nasty." She was just like, "Hey, this is what your body." does. It's quite normal. Let me know. I got you. Like, this is what it is. You don't but have to it's be crazy embarrassed.
1: Yeah. As women, we know it's coming and it's crazy because I have a separate experience. I actually, and maybe you can speak to it. Um, if you've had any experience with women sharing this as well, but I hid my period for the first year. So I would actually, if I, if I went to any of my, my, my mom's friends' houses, or if I went to any, any, any of my friends I would steal pads um so mm-hmm. that I would have a stash when it came but I literally hid my period for I, well over a year my mom at that time it, I was in fifth grade I was maybe nine or ten years old mm-hmm. and even if it got into my panties because at the time my mom did my laundry mm-hmm. I would just throw them away. I literally would not have her find any remnants of my period and I can't remember if it was shame I felt or maybe I didn't feel the, the comfortable the open, like comfortable to even talk to my mom about it.
0: Mm. Um and That's and it's normal though. It's Is so it? normal. Okay. I, I hear so many people talk about that. I hear a lot of moms even say, like, hey, I found out that my daughter hid her period from me from X amount of months, even though I talked to her about it. And, you know, and they get so sad because it makes them feel like, oh, my my child is not comfortable with me talking about this and so I was like well I feel like you should just you know I'm not a a child psychologist by no means however it's like I think the main thing is just the conversation that will help like the more you I think the more you talk about it and even pick fun at it even make it not necessarily pick fun at them but even make it uh, funny make it relatable you know maybe even show your kid that you also have a period and that you also have to do these things so that way they feel a bit more comfortable with you because they kind of might feel alone and feel weird. And then they're also at an awkward age, like 9, 10 is an awkward age to kind of just be like, you know, um, figuring out these new like bodily functions, if you will. And then you're like discovering like these fluids. And then, you know, we're not really admitting like the things that we do when we're by ourselves. And we're like, you know, looking at our clit and checking out our, you know, our vova, And now we have like blood that comes every month and you know and it's like oh what is this this is grossing me out so some kids might automatically just go into like i'm gonna just hide this shit because it's weird yeah that was
1: me that was me so what are you doing i guess what are the steps at an early age say um a mother is listening what would be some things that she could do to educate her daughter early on this and also make her make her comfortable
0: yeah, I was gonna say like, well, the main thing like with Happy Period is that we have a period guide and a period workbook, so literally like a booklet that people can use, can download to um, share with their kids, read it themselves, you know. And and I'm also talking to dads here because I feel like dads are definitely like, shit, I'll have nothing to do with this, so I can't even say anything you know what I mean but, but it's
1: crazy you don't have nothing to do with it you say but you words. are here sticking it running red light when you're right. you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. especially as, as as an adult now having the open conversations the fact that men aren't teaching their sons as well that, Hey, this is something normal because as, as men that are adults, they deal with periods as in, Oh, it ain't nothing, but you know, a little, mm-hmm. a little red, like, and so yeah. it's, it's, it's odd to me that it's also not a conversation with women and men, adults to have with younger boys. I think right. that it's a conversation to have with them as well.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I get a little pushback from schools when we do uh period workshops And they only want to give me the girls and I always tell them to give me the boys too. Oh, absolutely. Because our workshop, our workshop really i actually do not even uh, bring up gender in our workshop. We literally just talk about periods, period care, um, pads, tampons, how to use them, what's, you know you know, figuring out what works for you, for your body, helping them identify symptoms when they're PMSing, you know, like all of these things. And yeah, I always tell them like, bring the boys too. the boys don't have to say anything. They don't even really have to participate. But I always just say like, I think it will be helpful if you allow the boys to come just like how we allow dads to come. So like for any parent, like listening, I would just say, you know, um, do your own research as well because you might want to educate yourself first because it may it, I'm sure there's a lot you may not even know about menstruation you know what i'm saying and then you know and and, and do your best to to just communicate and allow them to ask questions, allow them to even possibly even see or hear your experience with your period, you know, whether that means showing them like what kind of products you use. Um, that's a really big thing with black women, especially like black women, like because most of us kind of stick when it comes to products, we tend to stick with whatever somebody t- taught us especially our mama so, so it's like pads you for you sure. do
1: not sit here and get out of my head so <laughs> a, a part of actually um creating so it's the uh, of course the official box owner is a subscription box and that's where period sis was born okay. but i literally created the subscription box because i i have had recently um an issue with Tampons uh, mm-hmm. so maybe about a year and a half ago, by the second day, the inside of my vagina has been irritated beyond, and it's not like it's you know a, a STI or anything like that. it's literally mm-hmm. after about a day of switching a tampon in and out, not only does it be was it becoming extremely dry, but it was hurting mm-hmm. and so. Mind you, I was just, I'm not going to shit on the brand I was using, but yes, it was just the brand that I had been using since, oh my God, middle school, you know, middle Mm -hmm. school, high school into my adulthood. Mm -hmm. And so that is the thing. We do use whatever our aunties, our mom, our Mm -hmm. teacher gave us. That's where we kind of just stick to it. Okay. This is what we know. And now there are so many organic options and alternatives for your menstrual cycle uh, to kind of use during that time of the month that unfortunately we don't have access to because right. we don't know about it or it's not on the the shelves at Target or Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And so now it is about, you know, women like us educating and letting women know that there are alternatives. Word. So can we speak to that? You spoke about that recently. Yeah. So I, I again, my my vagina was irritated. <laughs> yes. Every
0: period, I was like like, 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 like. I had a hard time learning how to use tampons because I wasn't sexually active. Uh huh. While I was, you know, using okay. them, uh-huh. so it it was not fun. Uh, I'll tell wait, you that. So wait, I use, wait, I use, wait, wait, hold back. What? So she used pads. I used pads for a very, very, very long time. We used to have a pad that you add this contraption with, remember?
1: And you would have no. to, you would have to hook it on. You and, guys know what that is? And the pad was like a brick. It wasn't I, like the pads you have today. I'm not a pad person. I will say I will shame an adult using a pad, which <laughs> isn't which isn't good. But I do feel like a pad is childish. Um, so can you talk to me about tampons and the research that you found as to maybe why I was getting that reaction with using just, you know, the the regular drugstore tampon?
0: Well, first of all, let me ask you this. Are you a heavy was your flow heavy? No, so I do wanna
1: bleeder? let you know as well as the rest of the world, I am one of God's favorites. <laughs> And no, I didn't. say that no, because my period is only three days long. And so I am one of his chosen ones here on. <laughs> no, but so I have a three day period. Um, day one, fuck, it's here. By yes. day two, it is the heaviest. Yes. Day three, it's saying bye. And I say three days because by day four, it's literally I'm wiping brown. Yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. So I really say Three three days. Um, so yeah, that's me. So yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm, let's a, talk about it. I'm a four about I'm a, definitely like a four a four day person. Um okay. so I feel I feel you one hundred percent. Everyone's different. It kind of it tends to change, you know, as you get older diet. And of course, like, yeah, definitely with the products that you're using. So here's the thing, like there's mad chemicals in and it's not just tampons, y'all. It's just mad chemicals in a lot of your um uh kind of like I would say your regular, um, name brand home brand uh uh companies as far as i mean i don't know i have no problem i love how you're tiptoeing
1: around i mean if you ha- well, i don't mind shaming any of you if I mean, you want to say which the, ones are probably the,
0: not the best the, for us the, to use. The, the thing is i i do it all the time <laughs> like they know they know i don't fuck with them and they so let's know do I it. Have people reasons. tell me and this oh, you also know, so let me throw public. it out i'm
1: gonna say tampax
0: yeah yeah. Okay. So that's the one. So they, they fucked me up, girl. I I will not go near it again. I'm well, sorry. Well, so here's the thing. There's like mad chemicals in. Um, if it's not organic, if it's not plant based, which does exist, if it's not using like um any essentials, uh, pretty much plant based, same thing. Um, it's 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 definitely dangerous. So it's like brands like you buy Kotex, Tampax Pearl, Playtex Sport, oh, Safe and Soft. Oh, the ones those using, girl. Those yeah. Literally have like really like six main chemicals that are so bad like and even um um you know as far as uh just irritants and toxic um even leading up to cancer leading up to skin irritants um and first of all let me back up actually so people need to understand that uh pads tampons the the cotton that is used to make our our menstrual product it's pretty much like Dipped in like a chemical soup, if you will, because the cotton that has to be processed, like you know, when they're when they're making co- cotton right. and they're processing it, it has to be clean. So before they they use the machine to form, to lay out, and stretch out the cotton to make the pad or the liner or the tampon, they dip it in like a chemical soup. That chemical soup soup pretty much has like um, alcohol, uh, acetone, which is what you use to to girl take, to stomach take, off my acrylic nail. Yes, acetone. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sis, but I have to just, I have to tell I, this, you, um, this is fragrance, not me. Okay. fragrances. So, so consider like, you know, if you took some perfume and you just stuck it up your pussy, like is literally the same thing. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other shit that I actually can't even pronounce, but it was a time where like, I low key, like Googled like certain ones that I wasn't so familiar with. Um, like, especially like, like carbon, you know, dioxide or whatever. But, um, a lot of this stuff. It's, it's really bad and it's more so coming from a lot of the other materials that's in the tampon because it's not just the cotton. So we're talking like rayon, um, which is, you know, very uh, people use that. Like, it's, I mean, that's kind of in a lot of household products, if you will, not just um, your period products. But it's a lot of like Crazy stuff that's in it, um, on top of just the chemicals that's you know that they use to to clean it, and they use they do that to possibly to just clean out any other bacterias that they right. feel like they that shouldn't just be in it. Um, and the crazy shit is like we should be suing a lot of these companies, but we don't because there's, because there's not enough education out there. People understand. Like, for example, I'll just use this as a quick example. A couple of years ago, there was a lawsuit where a woman, she sued the fuck out of Johnson and Johnson because she claimed that the baby powder gave her cancer and she won. Yes, I remember that lawsuit. Vividly. She won. She won. Yes. Um, she was using the product faithfully. However, they were definitely, um, uh, I mean, they were in the wrong because they did not tell her or tell any of us that the baby powder had at least like 30 different types of chemicals in it. And a lot of those chemicals, you know, cause are are cancer causing and caused her harm to the point where she I want to say she actually developed uh, cervical cancer or ovarian wow. cancer. And she won. So think about like. All of these women walking around that have all this pain in their, you know, from having, uh, when they have their cramps, you're not really thinking about maybe these cramps are coming from this, the irritation that you're getting, your body is getting irritated from all the chemicals that you're putting in it. We need to be suing the fuck out of all of these companies. But for some reason, none of us have decided to do that. But the other thing that's kind of shifted is the fact that we have brands like the Honeypot Company and 7th Generation and Rael and Lola and Nature Care, where it's like they were aware of that and they just decided to create their own shit the honey and Pot that's
1: company I, I mean i love what they're doing yeah with honeypot and a lot of these organic brands so yeah i'm a user of honeypot cora um shout out to hey if y'all want to get in the box <laughs> I mean, you know what's up um, yeah, but for yeah sure. no, I, I love what they're doing but also they are like the fact that even you and and those brands have social media accounts to yeah. normalize periods seeping through your panties yeah. or just the string hanging, because like, like we do know, and, and like we were talking about too, and like we're going to get into, there is still shame and stigma. And the fact that as women, a lot of us don't talk about what we're experiencing during our periods. Like, like you said, you have women um, that send you photos and it's like, Hey, is, is this color of, of my <laughs> blood normal? Yes. Those aren't normalized conversations to have. And we definitely should be normalizing.
0: Them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I try to tell people to here's my thing. And I feel like this is why I get the response. Because yes, I get mad women. It's almost like dick pics, like when you get dick pics, and you don't want it. But it's like, mm, all right, it's fine.
1: <laughs> you know, you it's like- crazy. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. But when you get one that look good, you're like, I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad. Right. It's, it's like, only when it's, it's only when it's not attractive or ashy that you would be like, "Yeah. You're a weirdo. Get your dick out, my dear." Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. But no, it's 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 fine. I get it. Like I'm I'm the period posse leader. People want to share all their period details, content with me. I I love it. So it's it's totally fine. I'm used to it. But um I think the main reason why I just I do get such a response with that is because I like to educate people on just them getting to know their period differently than any other way that they did before. So the main thing I preach is look at your period like a fifth vital sign. So your Mm. period is basically going to tell you everything that's wrong with your body before any other thing else. Your period can tell you if you have, um, if you have anything going on, uh, reproductively for sure. If you have anything oh, going on t- with t- your t- colon, t- 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 so how does so? Can you give us some like examples of that? Well, I was gonna I was gonna tell you like the whole thing with the blood color. So people should definitely mm. pay attention to uh, the color of their period blood. So of course, like anything that might be like uh, as far as like a red, crimson kind of color, like a straight up red color, that's normal. That's okay. There's like okay. a different, you know. Of course, we can like kind of go down the lot li- the line. Kind of like if it's more of like a maroon, really, really dark, almost black, or even if it's um, if uh, you notice that it's really clotty, then that may be an issue going on with your colon. That could be an issue going on with your stomach. Um, That also can be an indicator of you pretty much just take, you have too much sugar going on. You've been eating too much sugar, too much drinking. Um, That actually is a huge cause of even the cramps. So that kind of correlates into your symptoms. So someone who clots a lot or has a really heavy flow and their flow is always really clotty and their blood is kind of dark, almost like a red wine-ish kind of color all the time, then they definitely need to like switch up on their diet and maybe even like the products that they use for some people who um their period may be like on the like on a lighter shade of things. If their period is kind of like a lighter red or even like a pinkish color, they may even have like an issue of being anemic or not even eating enough uh, uh, eating enough greens in their diet. Even um, and that also can be an indicator of like some type of like UTI situation going on. Um, okay. Um, now I actually wanted to talk
1: about too because what um, and 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 guys, I want y'all to know, Chelsea, you're you're not a doctor, currently. I'm not okay but so most, we're just yeah, women like, talking I, about our goddamn period so I don't want y'all to you know but I do want to ask if you're familiar again just with the conversation I've had recently and this is I don't know if it's TMI or now y'all are just really getting into who I am <laughs> but last month my period came on nine days early okay. this month it came four days earlier than the, you know than the nine days yeah so What like and when I Googled it, of course, because we go straight to Google if we feel like anything is up with our bodies, And there were 20 different reasons that they said, you know, uh, stress, uh, change in diet, Mm -hmm. exercise. Uh-huh. STI, pregnancy, literally everything that could possibly happen to our bodies was a was a possibility, and I'm uh-huh. just like, great. So that doesn't help. <laughs> Do you know about anything specifically that leads to
0: uh, an
1: irregular period if someone has normally been regular? Is
0: stress is for real, for real, like stress is the number one thing. However, though, I always tell folks like to kind of um not really look at just that first month or two, you might have gotcha. to monitor it, monitor it like a few months down the line, which is why it's really important to like. I have a period journal, and I'm I'm actually coming out with one too, like professionally, like a like a straight up period journal for people to have to document symptoms, document changes that's going on with their period. Um, they'll be able to check like their the the blood flow and the color and all of that because it could be something else happening. But there's really no way for you to for really figure it figure it out like in that short amount of time. And I know like yeah, like two months is like. That's enough time, sis. But it's like, really? To me, that's a long time. But really, it it may not be because your body could just be shifting into just a a different time frame. You know what I'm saying? For for your period.
1: Girl, is shifting into 30 years old. That's what it's shifting into. (laughs) Which is very,
0: very true. I don't know. How old are you, sis? I'm turning it. thirty in three weeks. Oh, so. word. Okay, I'm I'm turning thirty-two in about two. Are you? I'm October second. What day are you? Girl, Libra, October eleventh, baby. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I yeah, I, I
1: I did. A part of me wonder because I know that my mom always, you know, said that even during New Year's at mm-hmm. the change of a year, yeah. your period will be on a different time flow than what mm-hmm. it has been just because the
0: year changed um, any, and you have to, if you're into taking into account other energies for sure like I'm not one to ignore that either um, I do believe in like as far as with the energies of women like our bodies sinking together our periods sinking um, but here's the thing like because I don't want to scare you into thinking like oh it could be something like a huge issue but it's more, right. that's why I'm like it's so important to just continue to look at that and see like you know obviously like what day does your period finally like stop on and see if it gets into like, you know, kind of its regular little cycle again because long term when people look at it, it could be an indicator of other things like fibroids or endometriosis or dysmenorrhea or like me, I used to be a two, three day period girl as well. But now in my 30s, like I said, I'm day four or five where it's like and my symptoms kind of change. You get what I'm saying? So it's like you get older, it's different. Plus your body is also realizing like, okay, we're not having babies right now. So maybe let's slow down down on like the strength that we have to make babies and just kind of like take it a little easier so your body's just naturally shifting. It's, but it's also it's crazy. so much.
1: Yeah. And I was going to say that the only time I even feel like women do feel comfortable talking about their period is when they're saying they don't have one because of either birth birth control, control, Mm -hmm. right. Or, or there's so many different reasons why a woman may not be getting her period. But I feel like that's the only time women really talk about it is when they're like, well, girl, I don't get one. So, um, so I wanted (laughs) to talk to you about how, the 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 period talk has become more of a normalized thing in pop culture where we're seeing it now in our adult cartoons mm-hmm. like big mouth that's on netflix um we talked about it as well um i may destroy you on hbo mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on how periods are now being brought into pop
0: culture i mean i love it but it, i feel like it's low-key it's also a representation of like all the people who have periods that's now in the rooms and, and at the seat of the tables if you will so like folks like michaela cole where she is a creator and she created that content of i may destroy you to make you know make it so that there was a scene where my nigga like they were having period sex my nigga <laughs> Do you Put out period sex You have period sex. I'm actually not into period sex on day one, two, or three, but day four or five, I'm ready.
1: Really? See, and I didn't had a whole like I had a makeup sponge stuck up my <laughs> pussy one time. Cause I was like, Sponches I don't have period
0: sex. Yeah. There's Girl. even um there's a product, not to like push the product situation, but there is a product that um definitely advocates for you to use it if you are if you want to have period sex like it's awesome the flex it's, it's up, right yes the disc yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I'm like I'm all I'm for curious it. I'm a, I, I may
1: try because I do feel like I do want to share my experience of course with all these products that I yeah. am able to get for the box and beyond because it's all about education and and getting again like like I was saying like I just started using organic tampons gotcha. at 29 years old. Gotcha. And it's just like the idea that even over the last year, year and a half, I've been noticing this. It's just like, all right. Yeah. we, we Something has to give. We have to start... Having these conversations Unless we all Gonna come together And sue these Motherfuckers
0: You know yeah. what I mean And I think if, I think eventually We will Cause like That's what I do As a part of um, Me being a board member Of the period equity or, um, Organization So it's like That organization You know we, We're we into Suing the states Right now Trying to eliminate The tampon tax So it's like Right now uh, We're working towards Making sure that You know I mean the goal Eventually is for All 50 states To actually Not have A tax When it comes to Period Products because it's already enough that we have to pay for them and they're expensive and some are bad for us and some are good but it's like why tax us for something that's not our fault?
1: They are not cheap products. No, and I saw you actually compared because um, is it true you said that there was not a tax on Viagra? Correct
0: for state of California, yes, there is not a tax on Viagra. Right. Wow. Yes. In Florida, there is no tax on bubble gum or pop tops. Pop-Tart, some shit like that. But there is a tax on tampons. Yeah. The sale of tampons, pads, all period products, it, it, it makes so much money and states just look at that factor as far as the money and they don't look at it like, wait, this is sexist. This is like discriminatory as fuck. Um, but we just have to come together you know to fight that but yeah it's it's very it's very true each state i mean we we're, we're down to a little a little under 15 states but it's still so much so much more to do though you know i did not even think of the fact that
1: the just local governments, state governments, were literally monetizing off of the fact that we have a period that we cannot control. Mm-hmm. I did not, I didn't even honestly even even think of it in that manner.
0: Yeah, I mean it goes really deep, especially the fact of like we're taxed for them, but yet yeah, they're not even free in public places like bath a restroom. No, they're not. Bathroom. You gotta
1: you gotta put the little quarters in, mm-hmm. the, in the the dispenser. Gets him. Yeah. Yes.
0: So it's like we're trying to get it to where it's like, okay, y'all can also make sure. I mean, that's definitely more of my thing. I want to make sure that every airport you go into, all the schools, any public restroom that you go into, if y'all can afford to give us paper towels toilet paper soap and water then you can afford to make the adjustment adjustment to have free at least free pads in the in the restrooms there's no reason why people can't do that but they just don't i want
1: to. i i 100 agree and so normally before we get out uh but before we we end up i love for my guests to either give a bit of advice or a tip and for this I want to ask you, what do you think are the next steps to a normalizing these conversations? And also uh, kind of a two part. I would love for you to also give advice for someone listening with a daughter Ooh. who is uncomfortable with having this conversation. What advice you would give to her as well to have a an adult conversation with her regarding her period? I
0: think I can kind of answer this all in one like for a fro it's it it really just comes down to having that conversation and even if the person if the daughter or son you know it doesn't matter even if they present like hey I'm uncomfortable having this conversation with you then maybe say okay well would you be open to having a conversation with someone else you know would you be open to uh, listening to uh, a podcast or reading this book because your life our lives literally depend on The only way we're going to be able to change this whole aspect of uh, uh, or more so eliminating the stigma on menstruation, we have to be able to to have a conversation about it and to educate each other. You know what I mean? So it's going to start definitely like with the generation, the younger generation, like educating them, letting them know, like, hey, this is normal. It's it's not that deep, but it's deep, deep enough for us to, you know, be necessary for us to even talk about it. So, yeah. Just talk no, about it. It's that, just about blood, man. It's just blood. blood. Look, it, all right. It's
1: just blood. Um, no, no, but it is. And it's crazy because I've even had the conversation of of someone telling me I should seek therapy and in therapy, find out where the trauma lies that I have this huge issue with blood. Because like I said, period sex ain't happening mm-hmm. and just a part of like but it also it, it's not even just period but when I watch I've been watching Lovecraft Country Yes, and when I it love gets, that show it's, it's a great show but girl when it gets gory yes. and there's the skin starts falling off <laughs> I literally turn and cover my eyes I could not ever really watch uh what right? Uh, what is it? The Stephen King movie? I mean, it, none of it. Okay, I just I the, when the blood can carry. I don't want to watch the blood <laughs> fall. Anything with blood, even like I said in pop culture. Uh, I can't. I can't do it. Um, I get but it. No, it's totally Chelsea, fine. It's normal. Chelsea, where can my listeners?
0: follow you, find you and support you. Oh, man. To support me means to support Happy Period. Check us out at hashtag happyperiod.org. Um, we're all over social media. We are Happy Period on IG, Twitter and Facebook. Um, you can find me, Chelsea Von Chas. Please do not send me pictures of your bloody panties unless I ask for them. Cause sometimes I do ask for content. I, I do want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I want to repost it that normalize the shit, but I may not want to see dookie panties. I may not want to see like, Well, maybe it's just brown blood. Uh, it, Chelsea. Right. It, it, and it very, it very much so. But there has been times where I'm like, no, that is definitely shit. Uh- that's definitely shit sis like
1: well can we normalize shit
0: too right we definitely can can, but that's just not that's not what i do like i have a sis who does talk about poop for real for real yes i do okay but but we might have to get her
1: on here too we gonna normalize poop (laughs) um but no chelsea thank you for so much for joining me today um again for all of for anyone who's looking to get in touch with chelsea or wants to know how they can help her organization. Happy period. All of that will be in the description of this episode. And again, stay tuned for stats and facts right at the end. I'm going to let you guys know a little bit more about the period. All right. All right. Thank you again, Chelsea. Thanks. (laughs) I'm just laughing because we really took it there. We really discussed the colors of your blood during your period. Yes, that's what we're doing over here at Period Sis, okay? Um, as always, I wanted to bring you some stats and facts around your period. Um, one of which, if we go back to the color and we go back to panties, most women have period stains in every pair of underwear. So 54% of 36,000 women surveyed by Thinks said that they ruined every pair of underwear they owned due to their period. Of course, a lot of us own period panties as well because we don't want to ruin our sexy ones. But insider story, if you follow me on Instagram, I did a video where I was wearing lingerie around the house and I was dancing with my with my kitty cat. And that's my real cat. Not not my pussy cat. But I was dancing around and I sent it to my man and I was so ready to see him. Went to use the bathroom and guess what I did? I wiped blood. And I was like, great. Here goes my period on four days early. So even if we do like schedule the period panties, um, nine times out of 10, we can't save the rest of them. Okay. Um, Another fact that I, that I found that was very interesting was the fact that sleeping with a nightlight can actually help to regulate your cycle. Um, Also the average woman has more than 400 periods in her lifetime And before her mission in 1983, NASA engineers asked Sally Ride if she would need a hundred tampons for the week of her period in space. Her savage response was, no, that would not be the right number. Again, showing how uninformed so many people are with the thing that comes every goddamn month damn near again that is of course unless you are battling with some sort of medical condition or you're on birth control um i was super excited to have this conversation make sure you guys follow chelsea i'm putting her information in the description of this episode and i also want to thank all of you guys who are supporting the official box owner um if you have not please go on over to OfficialBoxOwner.com, join the mailing list. Also, we are dropping the subscription box. This month, you guys will be able to get some of the goodies um, from the brands that again, you may not be able to find in your local retail drugstore. So I'm super excited to be launching Official Box Owner. And again, all you have to do is join the mailing list to keep up to date with when the box launches and again subscribe it is a quarterly box um so again we're only taking your money four times a year um no that that, i don't i don't even know if that was a joke at all anyways again i want to thank all of you guys for tuning into period sis once again don't forget to subscribe rate and review specifically if you are listening to us on the apple podcast app and yeah I'm super excited this month um I will be joined with a ton of women fighting so many different things in their womanhood journey um but i'm also going to be joined by the owners in the brands that are going to be in the box for my na- inaugural launch so i'm super excited and once again guys stay tuned because we're giving you tales of womanhood every week here on period this i'm your girl mandy b and until next time
0: there's studies that show that how yeah. you learn about menstruation um, actually informs your lifelong experience with it